Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of RJ's Pit Stop. Um, doing things a little differently today. Uh, usually you guys see me come on here and recap a NASCAR race. Um, tell you my thoughts of the race, things like that. Uh, but today we're going to do things a little differently. Uh, because the other day I was watching ESPN and I came across something and I just could not wait until Sunday to address this. Um, and it involves Stephen A. Smith. Um, shocker there. Uh, Stephen A. Smith pissed me off. What else is new? Um, I'll just I'll just let you guys watch the video. Here here's what Stephen A. Smith said about diversity in NASCAR. Not going to throw a parade. I don't feel the need to quote unquote celebrate to some degree uh, because obviously it's, you know it's a symbolic gesture. And to Max's credit, Max has brought up the importance of symbolic gestures over the last few weeks. Um, and it would be re I'd be remiss in neglecting to mention that Max is right about that in terms of highlighting its importance, uh, that it has to start somewhere. Um, I'm concerned more with the finish line than I am with the starting point. And to me, where do you go from here? If you remember, in 2004, NASCAR had a program drive for diversity in order uh, to, to showcase its willingness to be more inclusionary and to get more African-Americans and more minorities involved in the sport. Years later, we had learned it was not met with much success at all. I think you've had about four or five black drivers uh, in NASCAR's history, for crying out loud, Bubba Wallace being the latest. Uh, you know, you had... Um, you had others that came before him, like Wendell Scott, obviously, who started in 1961. We get all of that. The thing about it is, though, for all of these decades, while everybody else became very, very inclusionary, even while approximately 8% of the sport of NASCAR happened to be diverse, happened to be of African-American descent, we still didn't see their practices uh, indicate anything that was inclusionary whatsoever, as far as I'm concerned. And that's where I stand today. I'm looking at these symbolic gestures and I'm saying, OK, it's nice. I appreciate it. I like that. Thank you very much. But what are you going to do um, beyond this other than these symbolic gestures? Are you going to put more muscle behind drive for diversity? Are you going to get more people employed in the sport of NASCAR? Are you going to engage in, in, in really proliferating more participation? What are the kind of things that you are going to do so we don't have to worry about Bubba Wallace standing alone in that situation as an African-American, completely dependent on his white contemporaries to stand by his side, in front of him and behind him to sort of support him in the way that they did yesterday. I think that white participation is incredibly pivotal. We understand it. We understand that the change that we want can't happen without white participation and a willingness by those in privileged positions who happen to be white to be willing to surrender some of that privilege because you're not going to move forward and you're not going to establish equality unless something like that happens. So again, I'm not shunning white participation. I understand how necessary it is, but it's one thing to give symbolic gestures. It's another thing entirely to be consistent and dogged and dogmatic in your approach to making sure that these issues are continuously addressed until a substantial level of equality or something close to it. Is, is something that we can see and it's something that's tangible. I, that has not happened yet. And as far as I'm concerned, until it does, I'm not going to be satisfied. So again, I appreciate what happened yesterday, but I'm not throwing a party because of it. So I don't know about you guys. Um, I, I, I watched it and I was just like, this, this is just pure ignorance 
uh, from somebody that I wouldn't expect it uh, to be. Stephen A. Smith is a very, very smart person. Um, as somebody who is a mass communications and journalism major and somebody who wants to one day work for ESPN, um, Stephen A. Smith, I, I expect better out of Stephen A. Smith. Honestly, I do. This it has completely missed the mark of, of anything that's even correct. Um, and, and here's... Na saying that NASCAR is not inclusive enough because there's only one black guy out there, that's, that's a joke, okay? This is obviously somebody who does not know much about the sport, has never followed the sport, um, and, and honestly just doesn't really know what he's talking about when it comes to the sport. Um, you know, basketball, football, the occasional baseball topic, I trust Stephen A that he knows what he's talking about. This topic right here, no. You are way off. And I understand there is only one black driver in the NASCAR Cup Series, Bubba Wallace, um, who actually, I'm going to talk about him later too after what's happened this week. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not going to beat around the bush. There is only one black driver in NASCAR, and that's a shame. Should there be more? If they want to come, yeah, why not? NASCAR is not stopping anybody, okay? Anybody that doesn't think NASCAR is inclusive doesn't understand how NASCAR works and really doesn't know anything about NASCAR, okay? NASCAR is all about the money, they're all about the notoriety, and they're all about the popularity. If a black guy if a female, if any kind of minority shows any kind of talent at all, NASCAR loves it. And they jump all over it, and they make sure that this person is in the position to succeed. Yes, Bubba Wallace is the only black driver in the Cup Series. But what about Eric Almarola? He's Cuban. What about Daniel Suarez? He's Mexican. What about Kyle Larson? I know that name's kind of a bad name right now. We don't really want to talk about him. But he's Japanese. The Drive for Diversity program that NASCAR started back in 2004 works. It does its job. It gives opportunities to those that maybe wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity because they don't look like me or have the connections or whatever the case may be. The NASCAR Drive for Diversity program has done every single thing it can to promote diversity among the drivers in the top three national series. At the end of the day though, when you are given an opportunity to succeed, you have to succeed. If you do not show the talent when you are given a, a, a specific role, if you can't produce in that role and show your skills and show off and say that you deserve to keep climbing the ladder, your journey's going to stop if you can't do it. And so Bubba, Suarez, Larson, Almarola, they all proved time after time after time they had the talent and they had what it takes to make it to the next level. Would it be nice if there were more? Yeah. It would be it would be cool. I mean, 
I'm a NASCAR fan. I want the best drivers on the track every Sunday. If 30 of them are white and there's only one black guy out there, whatever. As long as we get the best drivers. If 30 of them are black and we only had one white guy out there, as long as we have the best drivers competing on Sundays, that is what sports is supposed to be about. Stephen A., you talk about NASCAR needing diversity and things like that. You cannot force diversity. It cannot be done. Because when you do, and when you start opening up doors and giving opportunities to those that don't deserve it, they're just different, now you're going to set them back even farther. Okay? This is... <laughs> Imagine if Bubba had been given every opportunity to succeed. And he had. In the truck series, he drove for Kyle Busch. In the Bush series, he drove for Roush Fenway. In the Cup series, comes up with Richard Petty. He has been given every single opportunity to succeed. And you know what? He's done it. He's done a great job. He's yet to win a race in the Cup Series, but there's plenty of drivers that I think are pretty good that haven't won in the Cup Series. William Byron, I think he's going to be a future champion. Hasn't got a win yet. Bubba has proved that he has the talent. But what if Bubba had failed? What if Bubba had been given that truck ride with Kyle Busch and couldn't win in it? After watching Kyle win races, watching all these other drivers come for Kyle and win races, imagine he goes into that Bush car with Roush, can't hit his ass with either hand. After Ricky Stenhouse, Trevor Bain, Chris Busher, so many others have succeeded in the Bush series driving for Roush, what if Bubba couldn't finish in the top 20? And they still moved him up to the Cup Series because he was different and because NASCAR wanted the minority. What do you think that would have done to Bubba's, Bubba's credibility? He would have lost it all. Fans would have 100% turned on him and said, this guy does not deserve to be here. They're only pushing him because he's a minority and NASCAR wants the minority. If you do what you're talking about doing, which you want to promote more diversity and you want more chances for these drivers, it sounds great, but at the end of the day, talent should always win out. The most talented person should always get the job they are trying to get. Stephen A., you are a New York Giants fan, okay? And they've been going through some head coaches since Tom Coughlin left. What if, okay, they fire... Who, who's the guy they hired? I think his name's like Joe Judge. That's, that's questionable. What if they fire him, okay, and there's this hotshot, young, black offensive coordinator who's, you know, he's good. He's not bad. He's not lighting the world on fire, but he's all right. And then you've got this white guy right here who's coached in the league, who's got the wins, been to the playoffs, has the, the clout. Who would you want the New York Giants to hire? I know, as a fan of the Carolina Panthers and Tampa Bay Bucks, I want the most qualified person for the job. I want to win. These NASCAR team owners are no different. They want to win. At the end of the day, Rick Hendrick wants a Hendrick Motorsports car to be in victory lane at the end of the day. Joe Gibbs wants one of his cars in victory lane. 
Tony Stewart wants one of his cars in victory lane. Roger Penske, Richard Petty, Chip Ganassi, Richard Childress. It does not matter. I promise you, these team owners are not discriminating against any minority. If you have the talent and you can drive a race car, you will get every opportunity. What you cannot do is keep pushing people up the ranks because they are a minority. Because then they lose all credibility, the fans turn on them, and then once that person flounders out and is gone, the next minority to come up that looks similar to that person will have to work twice as hard to prove himself. And I've, I've got an example for you. In the history of NASCAR, there have been a few female drivers. We've had Janet Guthrie, we've had Shauna Robinson, but everybody knows the big one was when Danica Patrick came over to NASCAR from the IndyCar series. Danica Patrick won one IndyCar race, one, uno, one IndyCar race, and it was a fuel mileage race, meaning that everybody else gambled on their fuel, lost, they gambled the right way, she was the only one that had enough gas to win the race. One race. She decides, you know what? I want to come to NASCAR. GoDaddy, with a ton of money, decides, well, we're going to come with you. We're going to sponsor you. You had teams lining up to sign her. Not because she's a good driver, but because she had the sponsorship. And because she was a star. And because she was going to be different and get the headlines. And she ended up at Stuart Haas. And I'm not exaggerating when I say I am 24 years old. I have been watching NASCAR for 20 years. I have never in my life seen a driver tear up more race cars than I saw Danica Patrick tear up. And because of this, the females that are following in her footsteps trying to make it to the Cup Series, such as Natalie Decker and Haley Deegan, they are having to work twice as hard to prove themselves to say, no, I'm not Danica. I'm not going to get here just because of I have good looks and sponsorship. No, I can actually drive a race car. And it's going to be hard for people to buy into it. It sucks, but it's the truth. And I know we don't want to hear the truth sometimes, but you need it. Danica Patrick got handed every opportunity because she was a good-looking female with a lot of sponsorship, and she was basically a celebrity. Now, Haley Deegan, who I believe actually has some talent, Haley Deegan is going to have to prove herself to all the people that watch Danica come to NASCAR and fail. Is that fair to Haley Deegan? She had nothing to do with Danica coming in and being a scrub, basically. She had nothing to do with that at all. That's not fair. That's not fair to her at all. But that's the world we live in. And so if you keep pushing these minority drivers, saying, oh, you know, I'm not going to throw NASCAR a parade because I'm not sure how inclusive they are because there's only one black guy. I promise you, if there were other black guys that had as much talent as Bubba, they'd be in the Cup Series or at least in the Bush Series ready to move up to Cup. But at the end of the day... The other black guys in the sport have not shown the talent needed to get to the top level. It happens in every sport, okay? It just does. Another thing I wanted to get to about this diversity deal here is... I would, I would say, Stephen A., by the way, 
I, I want Bubba Wallace to invite you to a race. Because if you don't think that NASCAR is diverse, that's because you've never been to a race. You have never been to a racetrack, and you've never been there in person to take it all in. I will keep using this example. I went to Daytona in February. Black NASCAR officials... Bubba's the only black driver, but we have other minorities. Black's not the only minority. We do have a Cuban and a Mexican, and at the time, an Asian. Fans. There are black fans. I saw them in Daytona. But the pit crews, you want to talk about inclusive, the pit crews are so diverse. They, all, they literally look like a college football team. Big old boys, black or white, it doesn't matter. Those pit crews are very diverse. And so, Stephen A., I want you to go to a race, wherever. I don't even care where you go. Go to Daytona. Go to Bristol, Martinsville, Talladega. I don't care where you go. Go to a race. You will see how inclusive NASCAR is. There are black crew members, black fans, black officials. There are minorities at NASCAR races. Do not tell me that NASCAR is not opening the door for everybody because I promise you they are, okay? And another thing, I'm sorry, this video's going a little long here. Another thing, let's face it, we might not want to hear this, and I'm sorry, but what, how many black people do you know, or any minority, I don't want to single out blacks, how many minorities do you know that are fans of NASCAR? Yes, there are, there are minority fans of NASCAR. You see them when you go to the races. But, like, NASCAR, NASCAR's fan base is predominantly white. It always has been. I don't know if it always will be. I would say probably. At some point, you can try to force the diversity, but at the end of the day, how many young black kids want to be NASCAR drivers? How many young black kids see Bubba and say, I want to be like Bubba? It'd be cool. It'd be, I, hope there are, I hope there are some out there. But let's be real. Most young black kids are looking up to LeBron. They're looking up to Lamar Jackson. They're looking up to basketball players and football players. This is why hockey, baseball, and NASCAR don't have a large black presence. They don't like the sport. I'm sorry. Like, what... At the end of the day, why, why are we not talking about hockey's diversity problem? You know why? Because white people like hockey. Not very many black people like hockey. Not as many blacks as whites. Baseball. Baseball's facing a minority problem. Actually, I don't even want to say that. They're facing a African-American problem because they've got minorities. They've got so many Hispanic players, Asian players. I mean, they've got players from all over the world playing in the MLB. At the end of the day, like, NASCAR has not historically been popular in the black community. And so, that's why a lot of young black kids aren't looking up to Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Gordon saying, I want to be like that guy. No, they're looking up to James Harden. They're looking up to Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Lamar Jackson, Julio Jones, whoever it may be. They want to be that. They've never wanted to be this they just haven't. And so, yeah, it's easy to sit here and point a finger 
and say NASCAR's not inclusive, NASCAR this and that. No, no, they're not. And that's wrong, and that's false, and that's ignorant of you to say. Stephen A., you're a smart man. Very. One day, I hope I'm your coworker. But ESPN has shown um, they don't really put a lot of effort into NASCAR. Um, other than Marty Smith and Ryan McGee, ESPN does not employ anybody that I would trust speaking about NASCAR. Um, ESPN has decided, again, I don't want to bash them. Hey, I want to work. Hire me. Um, they have decided that the NFL and the NBA are more important. And they put all of their time, effort, and resources into broadcasting NBA and NFL games and having the commentary surrounded those sports. A couple weeks ago on Scott Van Pelt, I don't remember what race it was. It might have been Martinsville. Ryan Blaney finished second. And down at the bottom of the screen, they showed the top three finishers of the race. And it said Blaney, but it wasn't a picture of Ryan. It was a picture of Dave Blaney. Dave Blaney, his dad, Dave Blaney, retired, I don't know how many years ago. I don't think he ever won a cup race. Hell of a dirt racer. He's won a ton of sprint car races. Good for him. He's a good driver. Never had much success with NASCAR. How do you make that mistake? Ryan Blaney is a future champion. He is a young gun. He is one of the faces of the sport. And ESPN put the wrong picture by his name. How many times have you seen the wrong picture next to Russell Westbrook's name or Zion's name? How many times have you seen the wrong picture put next to Christian McCaffrey's name? You think Christian McCaffrey, you think they've ever showed a graphic of Christian McCaffrey but accidentally showed Ed McCaffrey's face? Not likely. Not likely. NASCAR is going to succeed and it's been it's been succeeding. ESPN needs to jump back on board. They used to show the second half of the NASCAR season, then they decided it wasn't important enough anymore. And they dropped it. They've done the same thing with the NHL. They dropped one of their main NHL writers during the Stanley Cup playoffs. Imagine if imagine if ESPN laid off Adam Schefter during week 12 of the NFL season. <laughs> imagine if they laid off Woj a week before the Western Conference Finals. It's not going to happen. And so, Stephen A., if you want diversity, I would say go to your bosses at ESPN and say, you know what, we need to put more effort into showing NASCAR because ESPN is the worldwide leader in sports. And ESPN needs to realize they have a ton, a ton of power when it comes to sports media. If ESPN thinks that you are popular and you are a star, you're a star. Because they will make you a star. And so if you want diversity, Stephen A., go to your bosses. Tell them, you know what, we need to put more effort into NASCAR. Because if we're showing NASCAR, we're going to reach young black kids that say, you know what, this stuff's actually pretty cool. That's not a bunch of dumb rednecks out there. This stuff's pretty cool. I want to do that. And you will have a more diverse sport. But it takes time. You cannot force diversity. I don't care what sport you're talking about. You cannot force diversity. So Stephen A., do better. 
I don't know what else to tell you. Um, NASCAR is on the right track, whether you want to believe it or not. You don't have to throw a parade for NASCAR. NASCAR is doing pretty well. So that's all I got to say about that. Also, quick side note, turns out it was not a noose in Bubba's garage stall. A relief for NASCAR that one of their own wouldn't do such a racist act. But also, what an embarrassment. Oh, my God. Whatever crew member saw that and then told NASCAR, whatever NASCAR official came out and was like, yep, that's a noose, and didn't think to, hey, maybe I should look into this a little bit, and they'd made it a huge deal in the FBI and all that. Think things through before we jump to conclusions. Um, wow. <laughs> that's, that's a black eye for NASCAR right there. That's not great. So... But at least it wasn't a noose. I'm still Team Bubba. Good for him. Good for you know speaking out things like that. Um, but man, let's uh, let's think things through before we get the FBI involved. How about that? Uh, Stephen A. Do some research. I'll see you guys later.